Hello, everybody, and welcome again to Katisova Talks. Great to have you here. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, if you like what you're hearing these days, please step over to iTunes and find my photograph under podcasts and uh, the name Katisova Talks. Click on the photo, and uh, if you don't mind giving me a review, it would be great. I can reach out to more people that way. And that's my goal. So, if you don't uh, know who I am, uh, I am the creator of Body Activation, which is a corrective and healing fitness class based on my many decades of dance as a professional dancer, choreographer, teacher. And this work is created for everybody to enjoy more space in their body, more of their own physical potential, more openness, more relaxation, strength. Um, alignment, stretch, all of these wonderful things. I do a lot of coaching with yoga teachers and practitioners, a lot of coaching with dancers, and I teach corporate people and everybody in between. So if you're in Berlin, Germany, uh, please come take a class, find me, and soon we'll be expanding on a global level with more teachers and uh, more traveling on my part. So I hope to see you and meet you in person and work with you. Be wonderful. Tonight, we're going to focus on creating community. This is a very big subject for me. Uh, I've mentioned it in other podcasts, uh, especially the last one I did having to do with depression. Uh, this is a serious problem for people today who don't feel that they're part of something. It's creating a lot of depression. We've got a sort of false community online, a virtual community with Facebook and Instagram and other social media platforms, which are very good in and of themselves for many things, but they don't give us the sense of really being next to a group of people, a group of people that we enjoy being with, that we share the same feelings with, concepts with, ideas with, passions with, um, a community of people that we're building something with, a community of people where we feel we have a purpose. And <clears throat> I really believe now that this is the time where we have to build community we need cooperation instead of corporation. We need to feed this idea of not being alone on this planet. There's a quote, of course, that we all know, which is no man is an island. I don't really like these quotes, but they're great. But, they, you know, so many of these quotes become cliches. And, oh, I mean, that's a whole other subject. When I, when I go to Instagram and I see all these quotes posted and they're, they're just these cliches, I, I, really bugs me, but I, I diverge. Uh, try, to, try to think of original things if you can. Uh, they, they have much more impact. But no man is an island is, is a very valid quote. And it, more than a quote, it is a truth. We are not here all by ourselves. We are here to connect. We are here to communicate. We are here to share. We are here to build something. And we each have something unique to contribute. Because no one of us is really the same as another. We may share ideas, share all the things that I mentioned a moment ago, but we individually within the collective have something unique to bring to the table. And as we become more aware 
out of our uniqueness through doing all the things that help us discover who we are, whether it's therapy or classes or talking or just the natural evolutionary process that each one of us is taking part of, because no matter what you're doing or what state you are in, you are evolving. You are evolving. So never think you're being still. There is something inside you growing and wanting to come out and wanting to come to fruition and wanting to get greater and stronger as a representative of your inner self, your soul. And if you let that happen, you are going to recognize how unique you are and you will want to celebrate that and you will want to celebrate that in a group. When uh, you look at some of the research, a lot of the research, most of the research that's been done on community and the healthful properties of community and tribe, um, for example, a lot of research around the, the early tribes and probably present day tribes too in the savannah in Africa or tribes, the, the, the Native American tribes or any group of people who have been together in a population where they're working to survive and working to live together as a unified community. There's very little depression. There is a very little sense of not feeling wanted or not feeling valuable because everyone in the group is seen as someone who is valuable to the rest of the people involved. And this is the key. This is the key for us to become more involved, finding our group, finding our tribe, not to follow a cult, not to follow a group, but to be an active, living, creating, creative part of a community. And it's very interesting because many times a sense of community and belonging and purpose comes out of tragedy especially uh, uh, in the United States, maybe in Europe too. Uh, you look at 9-11. <clears throat> when 9-11 happened, everybody in New York City got together. There was so much empathy. There was a sense of we are in this together. Something terrible happened. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, we have to unite. We are all the same in these circumstances. And for a while, oh, New Yorkers were so lovely. They were so helpful. They were so concerned. All of these wonderful things. And of course, time went on and things changed and people went back to their individual spots in the city and their sense of isolation increased once again. But there was a tremendous sense of purpose that came out of a terrible thing. And I'm not suggesting that we look for that. We certainly don't want to and shouldn't. But we can tap into the sense of as unique as we are, we're all still human beings and we all share a lot of things. We share the desire to be loved, that we share the desire to be recognized for what we do. We share the desire to feel important, not to feel like a cog in the wheel, but to feel like we're actually contributing to something greater than ourselves. How do we do that? We become part of things. So, you know, I, I don't mean to to make any of these things sound glib or sound like they're easy in, in any of the podcasts that I'm doing. I, I don't mean to say, oh, it's so easy, just 
turn your switch, your little switch in your head and do this. It's none of this is easy. This is all just a reminder of what we need to think about. I believe in order to create greater happiness and joy for ourselves on this planet. So how do we find community? Well, we find the groups of people who are doing things that we, we enjoy too. On a simple level, there are lots of meetups. There are all sorts of things. You like to garden, look for a meetup where there are gardeners. Look for a book club if you're enjoying reading and you want to share your ideas. Um, There are all sorts of things out there. And this is where the internet becomes very helpful because you can look up things in your city, in your town. What's going on? What can I become a part of? And then exponentially, it may become something else. You join this group. Well, you don't like it so much. You find another one and then you connect and you make more friends and you feel that you have a commonality. And when you feel this, when you don't feel alone and separated as we tend to do now in cities, you start to have a much more deepened feeling about life, that life is worth living. I'm part of something. Uh, Enroll in classes. Become a student again. Study that thing that you've always wanted to do. Don't be afraid of it. Go, no matter what your age. If you're 92 and you've always wanted to make jewelry, go find a jewelry class. And then you've got all these people who are doing the same thing with you. There's a commonality. You're part of something. It's stimulating. You know, I remember when I when I lived in New York, um, I would always be down in the village working, and that was my turf. And uh, in the in the parks and then on the basketball courts or in the areas around the basketball courts, there are always these older guys playing checkers or chess. And it was just a community thing. And homeless people would come and they'd watch or they'd participate. And and students would come and you know, the whole neighborhood was out. You know, there was a sense of real community, even if it was just a couple of hours, some guys, some old timers playing chess together, and then they'd go back to their apartments, I imagine, and have a better feeling that they were part of a community. And now less and less do we see this happening. So we need to create these things. You need to take that extra step to get out there. And uh, I I mentioned last week, and I'm going I'm to talk about this guy again because he's really, really smart. Uh, Johan Hari, who wrote this, this book about depression. And uh, <clears throat> he talks about community and he talks about he has a great example of 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 a group of people in berlin who were protesting the rise in rents in an area called kreuzberg which is where i live and how this old woman said i'm i'm not going to live anymore after one more week of this because i'm being evicted and the neighborhood all got together and tried to help her and created a protest and created a community. And it was a community of people who were very diverse. I mean, from punks to Turkish community, Jewish community, gay community. Um, None of these communities were at all communicating until this happened. And then they became such a strong community. This is back in the early 90s, I think. But they became a community. They had a common goal. They were fighting for something. And they became friends and people who didn't know anything about the gay community, didn't know anything about the Turkish culture or the punk culture, began to to become friends. And they were brought together by a common theme. And this is what I'm talking about. 
And the, it's an amazing story. It's it's really beautiful because the book is called Lost Connections. And if you read it, you'll you'll come across this in a chapter and you'll see how beautiful it is because um, people's lives were changed. They, they were changed through it. And, and there's some exquisite stories within this one story that, that, that are really beautiful to read because all of this is possible, us coming together, us coming together in the flesh, not online, in, in reality, in not virtual reality. This is what's important. And it gives you a sense of purpose, gives you a sense of life, it gives you a sense of making a difference. And this is what we do when we create community. We start to feel like we're making a distance, making a difference, not making a distance. It's the opposite, making a difference. So again, that's my suggestion to you. Think about it. Think about ways in which you can increase your joining in with the life force that's out there in the world and becoming part of its pulse. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful evening and week, and I look forward to having you back next time on Katisova Talks. Ciao.